I'm Josh Cooperman, and this is Convo by Design. This week, we're going back to the Pasadena Showcase House for the Arts to visit with three extremely talented designers and highlight the work they did in this year's offering. To remind you about the home, this year it's being called The Overlook. Originally built in 1915 for a whopping $14,000, it was home to the widowed sisters Ruth Hargrove and Mary Emma Baker. And while it's being built as a Mediterranean, the Spanish revival elements are unmistakable. And there's a very good reason for that. The Overlook was crafted by master architect Reginald Davis Johnson. This is one of the architects responsible for Santa Barbara's trademark Spanish colonial revivalist look. Johnson was an interesting guy, MIT-educated, son of an Episcopal bishop, LA's first, actually. He also tried his hand at modernism uh, for a while, which showed both creative bravery and laid testament to just how versatile an architect he was. Johnson always went back to his trademark Spanish colonial revival roots, which is how we wind up over 113 years later in Pasadena. First up is the living room, designed by Designs of the Interior, Karen Schoner, Gennaro Lagdameo, and Carla Parter-Wenning. Carla joined me in the living room to tell me about all three spaces the group designed, including the billiards room and petite lounge. Next, you'll hear from Cabana Homes' Steve Thompson in the mezzanine, and finally, from Greg Parker of Parker West Interiors in the master suite. Convo by Design, presented by Snyder Diamond, always first with what's next in the kitchen and bath. What does that mean? Well, it means that Russ Diamond scours the planet looking for the best products that make life better. He doesn't just pick pretty products, and he goes a step further. He goes to the company to see how the products are made, to make sure you're getting the highest quality, and then he and his staff provide remarkable service to make shopping an absolute pleasure. And when one of these companies introduces a new product line that is going to change the way we live, it's a pretty big deal. Mila is proud to introduce the new W1 washing machine and T1 dryer. I am super excited about this, and I think you will be as well. Why? Well, because this washer-dryer combo includes Mila's Immer Besser spirit, Mila's stunning good looks, and technology that will not only make washing and drying clothes a better experience, it'll save water, energy, and more. The quick intense wash, for example. High level of clean in under an hour. Homeowners are going to flip for the steam finish of the T1 dryer. These products are Energy Star qualified, which means you're doing your part and saving money. Other features like cap dosing and twin dose, detergent integration and processing. It's, it's efficient and it's easy to use. My favorite new feature? It's got to be the Wi-Fi Connect. Download the Mila mobile app. You can operate and receive notifications on your mobile device. Architects and designers, this is yet another product from Mila that you won't even think about trying to hide. All this, Snyder Diamond service, and for a limited time, you can find very generous offers from Mila on these and other Mila products at all three Los Angeles area Snyder Diamond showrooms. You can find addresses and store hours at SnyderDiamond.com. So Carla, you have three rooms. We're calling this the living room. Yes. And... The billiards room mm -hmm. and the petite lounge. Okay. When did you find out that this is your spot, that this is the space that you and your partners were doing? 
we actually walked into the room and fell in love with this space because it was so large. And we love to work in large spaces because there's so, mo so much potential. Mm -hmm. um, we look at a room initially and think of functionality and drama. And um, when we saw the space and we saw the architectural details, we got very excited about the room. And we wanted to make it modern, contemporary, and still keep all of the traditional elements of the room. We just saw this as a, a beautiful, open space to work with. This space is actually about 1,100 1, square feet. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. All right, so you and two partners? Yes. The owner, I work for, with uh, two other uh, designers. The owner is Karen Schoner and Gennaro Lagnameo. Unfortunately, they couldn't be here today because they are at a client appointment. Um, well, and it's interesting too because when you have a design house, mm -hmm. again, I, I was, I've, talked to, I've spoken to the other designers about this, you're, you're on their schedule. Mm -hmm. I mean, listen, we're doing media today. It'd be great not to have saws in the background, but at the same time, it's like, that's kind of exciting. That's what yes. design houses are all about. So um, schedule is everything. How do you, how do you, how do you work, two-part two question, mm -hmm. how do you work the time into doing a design house? And then there's the why. Why do you do design houses? We do the design houses. We've done several. And we do the design houses because we absolutely love being here. Um, we have free reign. We, it is truly our design. We can be totally creative. Um, as I said, we work together as a team, so when we're collaborating, it gets very exciting. Tell me about the space. Who did you use and what products? We used Highland Court, Durley um, Fabrics, and Robert Allen Fabrics exclusively for the room. Um, the paint, of course, is done Edwards. Um, we chose a really smoky uh, gray paint for the walls. We wanted to make it very dramatic with the gray sheer fabric from Durley. I love it too. What's the name of the paint? Do you know? No. Okay. It's <laughs> we, funny. We had three paints, uh, three different shades on the wall until we finally made that decision. It's so funny too, because before we started talking, I said, don't worry, I'm not going to ask you anything you can't answer. And then the first thing I ask you is something you can't. But, <laughs> but it's funny because I've sort of become obsessed with the whole paint naming system. Yes. I would love that to be my job. I would love to name paints. Yeah. What a great well, we like to call this smoky gray because that's what it feels like to us. And then if you notice the ceiling, we kept the architectural details of the ceiling, but we wanted to give it a really dramatic feel. So it's a Dunn Edwards paint that has a sheen to it. So it's, it's gold, but it's very subtle. And tell me about the chandelier, the piece. The chandelier is hand-blown glass. And um, so are the sconces to the side above the fireplace. That's great. Isn't the rug? This is a shag rug, mm -hmm. and there's two different fibers in the rug, but they are polyester. That's great. I know, and and it just has a nice sheen to it. We're using more and more synthetic fabrics because they do they're very durable, mm -hmm. and a lot of our clients now want durability, they want to walk into a room and relax and function well, and that's what we try to achieve. So how long has the firm, what's the name of the firm? Designs of the Interior. And how long has the firm been around? I've been with the firm for going on 11 years. Gennaro has been with the firm for 12 years, and Karen started the firm, I believe it was 13 years ago. So 
how do you how do you find clients nowadays? I'm asking I'm asking a lot of designers and architects mm -hmm. this question because it's getting tougher. Mm -hmm. And I always I always stipulate it with, okay, but you ha you can't say word of mouth. That one I take away <laughs> right away. So after that one, what do you guys do? And and how many projects a year do you think the firm does? Well, I will say that uh, the majority of our projects are repeat and referral. It will do a project for a client that lives in Westlake, which is where our firm is um, at, located. And then they'll have a vacation home or they'll have a home on the beach in Malibu and then we'll do that home. So it is a lot of repeat and referral. Um, but we also um, advertise. Um, we do um, cards, mailing and we do that and um, we do we're in a beautiful center in Westlake Village and um, we have a lot of walk-in clients and that's great um, and how many how many projects do you think the firm does a year oh a lot I would say we do 25 30 projects and um, always something that's related to construction um, that we work in with the design of the room and the as, as a collaborate effect. So now tell me about the piece on the wall. Isn't that a beautiful piece? It really is. Each one of those pieces are individual. They're attached to the wall. Um, we have uh, a curator that we work with that helps us working with the art for the uh, the uh, showcase house, but we've been working with her for very, very many years with large clients as well. Do you know who the artist is for that piece? I do not. Um, does that, does that, okay, so with the art in a design house, mm -hmm. is it on loan? Does it stay? It is on loan. Um, a lot of the artists will, um, the owner of the home would like the piece, are someone that's walking through the house um, during the showcase house will ask to buy the piece. That's great. I know. What a great way to sell art. That's not the real purpose. No, the no, purpose no, 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 it's not. Exposure. But yeah. And we want things that are beautiful that, that enhance the room. Yeah. Uh, the billiards room. Mm -hmm. What was your approach? Well, we wanted that room since it was connected to, well, stepping up to the billiards room from the living room. We wanted to connect the two rooms. Um, and we wanted that, that room to be playful and inviting, like the living room. But as you can see, the living room has several elegant vignettes so that it's nice for the owner just to relax and enjoy the room or for multiple areas of conversation when you're entertaining. So going up to the billiards room, we also have the petite lounge. And so we wanted the billiards room to be a fun room for um, people to gather and play and talk. But the petite lounge, we opened up the wall to um, create a private um, club atmosphere. So it has its own bar, its own um, uh, bar stools and, and um, set up for seating. Do you have, do you, in working on, on this with your partners, did you come up with a name for this particular style? You've blended so many different elements mm -hmm. into, some, into something here that, that is, is really wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, did you come up with a name for it? 
Well, we like to say that we've taken the traditional elements and added a contemporary feel to the room. So if I had to say a name, it would be a contemporary, authentic room. <laughs> Traditionally <laughs> contemporary. <makes> <laughs> no, it totally does. It totally does. Uh, last question for you. What are you crushing on right now? What, what are you crushing on right now? What are you absolutely loving? Any, oh. any new products, any new colors, any, anything new that you're just crushing on? I'm loving anything that is different, that I haven't seen before. Um, chandeliers, lights, um, just color, it, anything that um, is texture that I can hold or feel or just I just want it to gravitate towards. But... Um, yeah, I, I would say if you look around the room, you'll see a lot of unusual pieces, not only in art, but in lighting, uh, our tables, um, fabrics, color. That's what we're gravitating for. And, and do, you, do you enjoy that part, the, the search? I do, I do. We spend hours, hours for each client on um, looking at new product, making their room exclusive for them in their home. We work with our clients very closely because it is their home and we want them to enjoy it and feel comfortable. But um, yeah, we're, we're always searching for the new and the different. That's something that will wow them, something dramatic. Well, I think you found dramatic. Thank you. And I think you found wow. Thank for, you. For sure. Thank you. Great space. Thank you very much. Enjoy the show. That was Carla Pardo-Wenning from Designs of the Interior. And this is Cabana Homes' Steve Thompson in the mezzanine. You're in the mezzanine. Welcome. I love this. You know what I love? I, so I've said it too many times already how much I love design houses. But um, within the design house, isn't it kind of fun when you get a condensed room because you get to do more with it? Right. And you've done a lot with this space. What, so when you found out that this is your spot, what was the approach? One thing I wanted to do is figure out what you would do with a space like this. It's unusual in a house like this to have what is called a mezzanine. The house is large enough to have that. You think of it more of as a building and it's the size of a building. And we wanted to make it a little more intimate. The space is large enough to be a second sitting area. And so we actually made it into that in place. But maybe you could be in touch with your kids a little bit. The kids' rooms are actually off of this room. It might be a place to come and sit and read and spend some time with your kids. We don't do that enough. And we kind of think... This is a family house, let's use it that way. And sometimes we get in these big houses and they get so impersonal and each kid has their own sitting room away from the master and there's no family time. So that was a big idea for us and, and bringing this part of the house together. And we also thought it's fun because you can't get anywhere in this house without coming through our area. <laughs> so. Well, so it, it's true. Not only can't you, this is probably one of the most trafficked areas and it's upstairs, right. one of the most trafficked, but it's interesting because this is a non-traditional spot. Right. You get to de define and decide sort of right. how it's used, how the flow works. Right. And so, and we did that as a sitting area with libraries. So that's why there are bookcases on each side of this area. We also have a big art wall. So it conjures up literary um, ideas and, and an art collection. It's um, got seating in it, which is important too. So it's not just a pass through. This became a room and it was a hallway. Um, it had its own challenges because it's a hallway, but um, this particular part of the room is 22 feet long and 12 feet wide. So by a lot of standards, that's a room. And it had never been used as a room, and now it's a room. So Yeah, and it's, it's really interesting, too. And because you're a mezzanine, you're, you're looking over the foyer, and right. there, there are glass panels 
yeah. instead of an enclosure. So sure. you've, you've, got, you've got manufactured windows. You've got, I mean, you really had a lot to work with. Well, there's a lot of contrast here between the original Reginald Johnson house. Um, what I'm looking at from this perspective are arches with, um, with detailed um, plaster columns. And then in between those are glass railings. The original railings were taken down and these glass and brass railings are put up. So really it flows phenomenally. It's a very open and incredible space. It's a nice contrast between the original house and the architecture and today. And this is a, a fairly young family, so it's a unique situation um, that they're raising a modern family in a, a vintage house. And I love the contrast between those two things. It's always the push and pull between traditional and contemporary, because that's who we are. So it's really interesting to hear you say that, because I don't feel the push or the pull. It really feels, and, and uh, noticing this too, the designers to your right, the designers to your left, right. you all seem to work really well together. Well, I can only imagine trying to put together a design house with 20 different and disparate design perspectives. But for some reason, everybody was very sensitive to the others, and they, flo they yeah. flow from one to the other, as you can see. If I could show you what I'm looking at left and right, you would see a flow and some harmoniousness. There's a real balance here, and I think good designers work on balance, and whether it's on scale or texture or color, it's all about the balance. Yeah, no, it's totally true. And you know what's interesting, too, is we've got just this... One of the things I just noticed is the sound that comes up here. I mean, you, yeah. can, you can hear everything. Now, right. it's media day yeah. at, at the design house, which means there is so much going on. Right. Um, but it's also exciting with that kind of buzz. Now, with the sound, right. it's a hallway between bedrooms. Right. Did you, do you account for that, or is that, is that one of the elements when you, when you look at, at a space like this? It's like, there are some things I can work on, there are some things that right. there's just nothing I can well, do. Well, it is media week, so it's very noisy, and the house is still being finished the last week. But there are, um, I'm standing on a, a large rug. There'll be another rug on each aspect or each area um, that are the runners, which will help absorb sound. There's a lot of art. We did a window treatments, which also absorb sound. But it's the heart of the house, and the heart's not quiet. So, and this room is beating, so it's a fun room to be in. Yeah, the, the amount of life pumping through this room is, yeah. is really cool. Uh, tell and, me about and no lights are on other than this lamp to my left, Yeah, and, and, and which is very interesting. So yeah. it's got a lot of light. Absolutely. Uh, and interestingly enough, some of the artwork uh, that's behind you right. with, with the iridescent tones and the sheen actually push light back out. They reflect. The one to my to my immediate right is a um, acrylic on canvas by Robin Geddes, and it's got a reflective quality to it. The one just above it is Mary Hebner, and that piece is printed on aluminum, which is an, an unusual technology. And then the one to over my left shoulder is Lisa Peterson. So art is always a big part of our um, design scheme with the customer and working with them. So we're excited about that. Yeah, and then I also noticed that you used a piece with a high lacquer medium high lacquer and then shiny materials again about it. reflective quality because our only light source is straight across this room um, coming in so all the light that's on me right now and behind me is coming from there so it was very important to think of those small details so this room is this end of the room is not dead even with no lights on no so great spot great work good thank you nice job was thank it fun you. did you enjoy yourself i loved it so and i love the people of pasadena yeah so thank you nice job Thank you, Steve Thompson of Cabana Home in the Mezzanine. And our third segment is with Greg Parker of Parker West Interiors 
in the master suite. You're going to love this. What an amazing space. Oh, thank you. We, uh, had, we had great um, bones to work with. Did you? What was it like when you, when you came in? What, did the, what was the before? Well, before there was a dark, uh, almost black wall covering in here. We wanted to emphasize the light and the beautiful view. So it's really interesting you say that because I was downstairs. Black was a common theme throughout this house. Well, I mean, we do have a, our dark floors, and definitely we're using that as an accent color. And the original wall covering in the vestibule, it, which is also a black ground, we wanted to, to make sure that there was a continuity because black is definitely in our palette. So when you came in and you saw what was there, did you know what you wanted to do? Did you have an idea or did it take you some time noodling around with it to finally figure it out? It always takes a little bit of time just to kind of get accustomed to the space, to think about how it's going to function for the family, and then to implement the design. So we definitely had some ideas when we first came in, did a little bit of modification. Some of that had to do with some structural work that was done, and so always there is an element of discovery in that. Well said. Well said. Uh, so it's interesting because this is an atypical design house insofar as you had the owners with a lot more input than you'll normally have on a, on a design house. This is a sanctuary. This is the master suite. Did you, have, did you have more input than you expected? Well, I did expect that we would have a lot of input because unlike other showcase houses where the family isn't necessarily moving back into the house, this owner was keenly interested in everything that was happening as they are going to use this house as their main residence. So all of the ideas that uh, they wanted, uh, we were very careful to listen to and to work with them on. So let's go around the space, starting with the color palette. Um, your use of, of a lighter accent is really is really interesting and i think it, it just it makes the darker tones really pop um do you know offhand with the color names i unfortunately am, am we did a little bit of blending yeah um the white walls that we have are a combination of abstract white and uh and dun edwards white and so that gives it kind of a clear brightness the trim color was a little bit more challenging because we were trying to blend the Scalamandre wall covering that was originally in the house with the bathroom palette, which has uh, a definite direction, again, complementing that, that wall covering. So I guess I could say that the wall covering really set the tone for our palette. It did, and then the art absolutely pops, and you've got a lot of pieces in here. Um, who, who, who is this, and where did, you, where did you find them? Well, these paintings are all from Taraj Art Gallery in Pasadena, and they, they have an extensive uh, warehouse of, of paintings that we could draw from. Um, we thought that to complement our beautiful mountain views that the plein air approach would be a, a great way to complement. And because our palette is more neutral with the black and the cream, uh, and the, the pale gold, the colors in the paintings really do pop. They really do. Um, tell me about the sculpture. The sculpture is uh, by Cecilia Miguez, who is a 
internationally known sculptor, but interestingly lives literally around the corner from this house, which is really fun. So I love the idea of, of using local talent, even though they may be internationally known. Uh, another example of that is our cabinet hardware, which is cast bronze by a local artisan who also lives around the corner from this house. And in the process of putting together the design for this space, we were able to meet with this artisan, Ben Preskin is his name, and it was a wonderful collaboration. He was very inspired and uh, very generous. That's fantastic. Speaking of the bath, um, which stunning space, um, a water feature in the center. How'd you come up with that idea? Well, this bathroom is dis divided into three spaces. And so because it is pretty spacious, I thought here was an opportunity to create kind of a spa moment as you enter. And this, that first entry I thought, what a, what a beautiful place to create something that f feels serene. It's more like an oasis. It's semi-private, and then you move into the more private areas. Yeah, and then the tub on one side, shower on the other. Right. Uh, what hardware and what fixtures did you go with? Well, uh, the homeowner was very interested in uh, something with gold tones, so we used the unlacquered brass. Um, this is a, uh, our plumbing uh, fixtures are from Sigma. The handles are a, a brand new design, and we were very happy to be the first ones to show them. And the unlacquered brass and the gold tones fit nicely with both the accent color as well as the, the artwork and the framing. Well, you'll notice throughout this house that there are certain elements um, and choices that were made. Um, in our stair railings, which are now glass with unlacquered brass, these are permanent fixtures in the house. So we always look for ways to make sure that there's a continuity when you move through the spaces, and that was a perfect way to, to do that. It's funny, because I keep going back to the sculpture, because I feel like someone's staring at me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, there's an element of whimsy there. And what I love about this artist is you create your own narrative. Yeah. So you can, you can totally um, have a whole story that goes around that. I'm trying to imagine waking. Now, I love it. I really, really do. But I'm trying to imagine waking up on a Sunday morning and seeing somebody kind of with the white face staring at me. Well, I don't think it's that much different if you have a cat. A lot of times, you know, you wake up and that's the first face you see yeah. literally inches away from yours, which is a bit of a surprise. Yeah. So it's, it's that same kind of idea. I love it. And the whimsy. And I, it's really, really cool. Uh, the material on the window coverings. Well, this is through Beacon Hill. And we saw this fabric and we thought it would be a perfect complement to the wall covering. And because our walls are light, it also does pop. And then uh, we did a little search and found some very interesting finials, uh, which we uh, created through one of our other suppliers, RC Draperies. And uh, I think it's a stunning effect. It really is. And what's interesting is it, it pairs nicely, really so, with the, the zebra wall covering. Right. That's really cool. What is that? 
Well, the zebra wall covering is a classic scalamandre pattern. Um, it has, it comes in a black ground and a red ground, and it's been in their catalog for a long time, and I expect that it will continue. People always like uh, the animal theme. It also does introduce the element of whimsy, and we kind of ran with that as well. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, your choice in lighting. Yes. Um, tell me about these pieces, because they're beautiful. Well, Robert Abbey is the lighting company that we worked with, and they agreed to work with us, and their lighting is so beautiful that we feature it throughout our space. And I just, I think it's, it's so unique, and uh, the scale definitely fits the larger size room that we have. Yeah, it really does. A couple other touches sure. that I wanted to point out because I think they're fantastic. Um, and not that they're that outrageous or unique, but just the, the manner in which they were applied. The uh, underlighting on the stairs that go up to, to, the, to the tub, right? which I think is wonderful uh, because it really pops off the floor. Thank you. And the other part is the, so the washer and dryer. Yes. There's an added stacked washer dryer. In the closet. Off the master suite. Right. Um, it's a nice touch, especially in a house this size with two floors, because the, the, main, the main laundry, I'm going to assume, is down. Well, there's actually a laundry room upstairs, but again, it's, it's a little ways away from this room. And uh, this is per the owner's request. I thought it made perfect sense in terms of function. It was a little challenging getting it into the closet area, but I think it, work, it will work well for them. And the lighted stair, also because the owner was interested in elevating that tub area, we thought you know, uh, it functions in, in two ways. One is kind of a night light, and the other one is just to let people know that there is an elevation change in the floor. So it's kind of a safety thing as well. Yeah, beautiful work. Nice job. Thank you. That was another fun trip around this year's Pasadena Showcase House for the Arts. Special thanks to all our designers and, of course, Pasadena Showcase House for the Arts for access and all of their support. Congratulations on a wonderful job again this year and for the last 54 years producing this event and providing over $23 million to fund youth arts programs in Pasadena and surrounding communities. And, of course, thank you for listening. Without you... There is no convo by design. If you enjoyed this episode, and I hope you did, please go to iTunes ratings and reviews page and uh, leave a nice note and a five-star review for the show. Uh, it helps us find new listeners, and it's very much appreciated. For videos of the Pasadena Showcase or many of the other stories you hear here on the show, go to convobydesign.com where you will find it all. Talk with you next week. Convo by Design is proud to be working with Vendome Furniture. Their design culture is the key to their success. It's what pushes them to consistently create new collections that give spaces a new dimension. They create dialogue between environment and form. Vendome pieces can transform the simplest space into one filled with glamour that is both unique and extraordinary. And isn't that what design is all about? creating atmospheres where you can take hold of life and enjoy it to the fullest. Vendome products are simple and elegant, contemporary and exceptionally comfortable. Their crafted, modern, durable, molded resin, glass, and metal designs are unique. They beg to be enjoyed. Have you seen them featured in our videos? 
check out our YouTube channel and see this for yourself. You can also find them in their showrooms at the D&D Building in New York, Wynwood in Miami, and the Pacific Design Center here in Los Angeles, or online at vondom.com. <laughs>